That guy is named Irv. Whoever that is. The narrator, the only black guy ever was. Has there even been like a, an extra that is We black? just had that pot guy who's black. Oh yeah, the the yeah, I guess the doctor guy. The Franklin and Marshall guy. The Franklin and Marshall oh, guy. That was weird. Oh no. Did you <laughs> I have to look at Jerome's Instagram story. Oh. oh. Because he took a little video of us. <laughs> oh he... shit. And he wrote, weed is time. Hashtag everwood. Hashtag never wouldn't. Weed is time. <laughs> yes. That's, that's what the old man said. Yeah, yeah, it is. Weed is time. It is. <laughs> I will say that I agree. I think I agreed with that. Like, I don't, as somebody with like anxiety and who has uh-huh. fairly recently started partaking. I Save it for the podcast, KT. Well, we yeah. are recording, so who cares about the podcast? All right, do it. We're in it, folks. We are here, yeah. and we are just welcome to Everwood. I have to get through it. Sorry, you do. Welcome to Everwood Never Wouldn't, a podcast where I, Adam Lover. Make my friends Eric and KT and Jerome watch and discuss with me season one of the hit early 2000s WB teen <laughs> slash family drama Everwood. Tonight we're discussing season one, episode 12, Vegetative State, mm. originally broadcast on January 6th, 2003. Written by John E. Pogue. Of course. Directed by Lev L. Spiro. Amy has built her life around memories of her relationship with Colin. Memories Colin doesn't share when he returns home from the hospital. Everwood citizens must take a stand on medical marijuana. Let's start there. KT. <laughs> We're talking about anxiety. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, it was. I mean, hopefully, we can keep that in. I don't know, but oh, it's in. Jerome that was is, the one that, that brought is... it up, and he was very wise to say that. It'll be fine. It'll time. Be great. I mean, yeah, because I mean, like, as somebody with anxiety who has only very recently discovered weed, I have noticed that, like, with my parenting, I can enjoy moments with my children, like I can look at an individual Mm. child doing something and just like kind of marvel at like this brain that's developing before me. Like, it's just, it's insane. And, and I, it's like these moments just get stretched out and I realize I've been sitting there staring for, you know, and it's, (laughs) it's time that I wouldn't have had during the times where I don't partake and I'm trying to parent. (laughs) If I get to the point Mm. where I'm very anxious, I'm so scattered and angry that I miss Mm. a lot. I miss like Mm -hmm. every little moment. And today I partook earlier in the day. I took so many photos and videos today just in (laughs) awe of how amazing, like the the weird clothes they picked and all this stuff. So Uh, I think- You sent me the video of- of (laughs) Which one was it? I think it was Conan. Conan. Yeah. Yeah. We will, we will. Will rock you <laughs> yeah. with his tap shoes on. With his 
tap shoes. He <gasps> came out. He was doing that as I was trying to talk to you guys, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm focused on my phone. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I realized that the yelling coming at me was actually a creative <laughs> thing that was happening in front of me he had sunglasses and like he had his like a a little necklace and like a full denim outfit and he was singing freddie mercury and it made me so happy it was like i was like like this kid's attitude yeah (laughs) he's it was reminds me of sam in this episode maybe better behaved though oh god oh god i don't even like (laughs) that's such an interesting because conan He's his, differently behaved. He's differently behaved. Like he would sure. never do those things, like these crazy things where he just destroys shit. Like that's why I was trying to. How old is that little boy supposed to be? Five, I think. Five? Isn't that what they said? Like that's. So. He's in preschool. I, I mean, either, and this is not supposed to be a humble brag, but like none of our kids were ever like that when they were it's just five. Just a brag. Like no, but for <laughs> real, like maybe I'm too scary. For them no, but to Eric. That, but, Eric never abandoned his family right. to be a traveling like salesman. If we were on a TV oh. show, I would show up. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I just say this now while I'm thinking of it. I'm going to break my own rule and talk about another TV show. Oh, sweet. <laughs> because this is not a Frasier podcast, but I've been watching Frasier. Mm. And Eric, you are like the spitting image of, of the actor who plays Martin Crane, Frasier's dad. Wow, really? John Mahoney. Like, I could, like, while watching the show today, I was picturing you guys, like, for a Halloween costume. KT, you being Fraser Crane. <laughs> and, and Eric, you being Martin Crane. Like, your face structure, like, if you shaved oh, and were bare I want to look up a, a young photo of that actor. What was his name? Look up John, John, Mahoney. John Mahoney. John Mahoney. And like you could totally do the voice too if you like just went gravelly. Like you could do a, a damn. Do you good. remember John Mahoney? I vaguely know I who he is. Frasier I don't know Frazier. I know who but... John Mahoney is, yeah. but not and not not consistently enough to be even able to. Well, think about it was what it, it was like. very. I can't do it. Me, like, <clears throat> well, like <laughs> <laughs> doing it. Oh my god! That's a grammar impression. You're I'm Fraser's dad. <laughs> That's good, right? That's not what he sounds like. No. (laughs) There are no photos of this guy when he was young. He was always old. Here he is. Actually, you know what? It's your eye. There is something about your eyes. Look at that. That's your eyes right there. And he had a big forehead, I guess, too. So I don't know. Watch watch some Martin Crane clips for next week and work on like a uh, a Martin (laughs) Crane impression. I would love that. Okay. All right. I will. Yeah. You have to write that down. You will no. totally do that. Yes, I'm gonna send. I'm gonna set a, a reminder in my calendar right now. Eric, okay, must practice. My go-to. I'm literally gonna. My do go-to it. John Mahoney gonna... was Burn Notice, even though he was only in it for like oh, yeah, one episode at the notice. end of the first season. Oh, or something. you've never seen Burn Notice? I know we're not supposed to talk about other TV shows, but hey, uh, I didn't break the seal. Jeffrey Donovan is an incredibly <gasps> talented Ooh. and funny actor. I love him in season two of Fargo. Yes. So good in that part. Adam, like Burn Notice is a very goofy spy show with Bruce Campbell, but Jeffrey Donovan, and and you know how much I love Bruce Campbell. I've had a crush on him for my whole life. But he's not even your favorite part of the show? No. Jeffrey Donovan stole my heart. The way he has to portray a bunch of different characters and he's fucking hilarious and spot on. The guy's very, I think, underrepresented and under acclaimed mm-hmm. he's so it, that's awesome i think yeah. it, i think the problem is that 
he should be like a character actor, but he's too handsome. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's, yeah, yeah. He sure. looks like a Ken doll. Like, yeah, it's it's true. <laughs> That's funny. He literally looks like a plastic face. Wow, weed really is a gateway drug because you just broken your rule and just steamrolled mm-hmm. right, right, right through it. The <laughs> gateway drug to other shows. You get high and you just start breaking rules all over the place. Wow. So, yes, indeed. <laughs> this is the, they should have called this episode "Ever Weed," right? Yeah. <laughs> Like, come on. Ever would. Ever we never, never pot. <laughs> At least someone in the episode should have made that joke. Yeah, for real. Come on. Bright? Right? Like, or, Bright come should on. Or yeah. like, uh, Dr. Abbott should have said it sarcastically. This isn't ever weed. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> that is so perfect. The whole town would have been like, uh, like, <laughs> oh, come on. He turns the vote. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and that's how le- weed was legalized in the United States. <laughs> should be ever weed. <laughs> I do appreciate the title, though, after having Imagine watched it. it the, the double entendre. Indeed. Indeed. Nice. Um, so I want to start a new segment oh. with this episode. Okay. Um, I've been using this app TV Time to track my TV watching. What? Like what? You like put in when you watch a show? Yeah, and like I'll watch... say, I'll say it's pretty interesting to watch someone do this because uh, you're just like, oh, is that what you thought of this episode? Huh? So <laughs> yeah, you like rate episodes, uh-huh. say like who was your favorite character in the episode, but then like the fun part for me is the comments on every individual episode. Wow. So we're gonna have a TV time segment okay. where I read the comments that people have made okay. on this episode of Everywhere. Sweet. Great. TV yeah. time with us on the podcast. It's TV, TV time. time. It's TV time time. Tom, time time rhyme. Tom, okay. Tom TV time time, time, time is rhyme. weed. Is that TV time. Weed is TV time. All right. So let's see here. Uh, I'll go in like chronological order. Five years ago, TV time user Maddie Costa commented, loved Ephraim in this episode. And I also loved the relationship between him and his father. Thank you, Maddie. <laughs> oh, so specific for us. this episode. For <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Paula CR three years ago commented in all caps the first sentence: "OMG, Amy's friend is the absolute worst." Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Quote: "Out with the new and in with the old. It was good not getting to know you." Mm-hmm. And she writes. You have no idea what you're missing, bitch. And then the slap emoji. emoji. Whoa! Three years ago? Three Three years ago, that person had the drive to go and write that comment on whatever Uh the fuck app you just talked about or whatever whatever it is. We just TV time. Also three years ago, uh, TV time user Carlesian. What? Carl I. Okay, it's Carl with a K. Okay. I J N Laurent. So is that like Carlene Laurent? Yes. Um they wrote, haha, I died at the beginning of the episode. Uh crying laugh emoji. Marijuana, huh? Thinking emoji. Yeah, okay, let's talk about it. Star emoji. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll give it a like. I'll give that one a like. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Yes. So good. And five months ago, 
Uh, are these all the comments, or are you just picking the highlights? This is it. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's, these are the ones. There's soon to be one more. <laughs> Mary VP wrote, Just love how this show wasn't ashamed of talking about ethical issues in 2003, like this episode, or Nina's surrogacy. We have the little town's perspective. It may not seem that striking in 2020, but some of these topics were novelty at the time. Mm-hmm. Pinball. <laughs> TV time with us on the podcast. It's TV Tom time. And it rhymes. TV time time. Tom time. Uh, we'll find something new for next time. I wish one of us was named Tom. That would make it better. Maybe. And then I could be, you could be Tom and I could be Leslie. <gasps> Patriot. This is not a Patriot podcast. <laughs> I didn't reference. I was talking about. Podcast. It's not a burn notice podcast. Uh, you wouldn't know it. All right. So. <laughs> Um, so let's talk about this episode any overall thought treat williams delightful smile at the weed that lasted for 10 minutes on screen was my favorite part of the show so yeah we've got this opening of like the Irv's talking about flora and fauna and he's introducing us to Irma's flower mark. Then suddenly, bang, Irma's dead. Bam. <laughs> yeah. Right there. Dead face. Yes. Let's pull a sheet over yes. it. Yes. Dead face on the show. Very weird. <laughs> that I wasn't was, expecting yeah, that. It was kind of weird. looks more alive than Ephraim. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. They were the same shade. They were the same shade of tuberculosis. Yes, uh-huh. yeah. it's true. <laughs> she had a smile plastered on her face. For a different reason, mm-hmm. like the entire, I kept on looking. I was like, "Wait, is the focus going to be on this old lady? Because she is so smiling, so happy." Yeah, yes, she is. Yes, she is. No, well, we know why she was so happy, and we know as as I think it was Irv's narration that said that some spirits were lifted a little higher than others. <laughs> I think it was Irv's narration. That wasn't who else, else was it? <laughs> Somebody else comes in. Edna Excuse narrated me, this. Irv. It's my turn. A voice in Irv's head. <laughs> <laughs> it was after the cold open, after the opening titles. It might have been somebody else, but anyway, whatever. It was Irv. Yeah, whatever. Parker, fix this when you edit this. <laughs> um, I, so, but yes, it ends with. So we get <laughs> very fun uh, drug music in this episode. Yes. Pop music. What do you, is that a genre? What do you call it? Even at the worst of times, Irma's green thumb could lift people's spirits. Oh, yeah, man. Turns out, some spirits were lifted a little higher than others. You know that, man. Somebody sent me a snap the other day of them just listening to reggae music. I was like, who is this for? Because I don't listen to this. Uh-huh. I know that I'm a stoner, and I, I get that I have the reputation for it, but I have never been appealed by reggae music, and uh, <laughs> that's just what they give you here. They're just like, oh, we totally. And they, they didn't even go like jam band. They went yeah. straight reggae. Yes. reggae. Yes, I thought it was kind of funny. Jam band would have made more sense for that town. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yes. reggae music. Um, and yes, Katie, well, yeah, Andy walks into this <laughs> greenhouse that's separate from everything else. And he finds all the weed. The the music starts, yep. and Andy, the smile on Treat Williams's face, just gets so big, <laughs> like he's like, "Hell yeah!" Yeah, and it lasts for a long. He's like, 
nodding for a while as if he walked in and got high. Or like That's he was like, how... what am I going to do with all this? <laughs> yeah, he took half no. of it and hid it away somewhere for his own benefit. That was yeah. the question that Mayor Rose Abbott mm. faced. What am I going to do with all this? That police chief was great. The police chief, yeah. He was great. <laughs> he was good. He was good. Um, I love, he makes he makes some joke. I forget what he says, but Harold uh, says something like, inappropriate humor for the head of everyone's yeah. lawn. He says, don't smoke it all at once or something like oh, that. Yeah, yeah, he gives the blunts mm -hmm. because Rose decides that she's going to um, keep the pot at her house. Which, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, the... Um, that, like the sheer volume of pot that they had, mm -hmm. that would have required an intense operation to keep the smell from permeating. There's no way that she was growing that much weed and people just not know about that in town, yeah. not next door and things like that. So then moving that amount inside of a small house with no ventilation, like I have one plant growing and my room stinks. If they yeah. have all of those, that's insanity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's why the, the area outside of her shop still smells of jasmine. She's like, has this intense like cover oh, up yeah. essential oils. She's yeah. like pumping it. Because that's yeah. what Herb said at the, in the ending of the episode, in his narration, he references the, the jasmine scent outside the shop. This is wow. almost as good as last week when we figured out why Nina wouldn't talk about the, yeah. you know, the husband who's away all the time. Mm. And the gossip. This is, that's so great. Everwood is genius. Mm. Everwood, so better than The Wire. Thank you. <laughs> Better than the wire. I can't argue. Yeah, Eric's like, I don't know. I'm going to go online and write an essay specifically about <laughs> Everwood is better than the wire. And everyone's going to be like, 20? why are you combining these things? I would rather go to Colorado than Baltimore. So I agree. That's all no, I can not say. Wrong. Not wrong. Yeah, yeah. Maryland is a horrible state in general. So. Mm -hmm. Buy with the whole thing. Future guest of the podcast, the state of Maryland. Yeah. Maryland. <laughs> Queen Mary. <laughs> um, so it is the pod episode. So we get, and this is this is why I have uh, Jerome. I invited him to be a part of this episode too, because I was like, Jerome, you're gonna have a lot more experience and perspective with pot than me. Despite the fact that I lived in Colorado for like four years, it was in my Tinder profile. Yeah, so. he 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 wrote oh. his Tinder profile <laughs> perma stoned. So oh. I knew what I, what I was going I, I to. wanted to find, like, the least obnoxious way to let people know that I was like, mm -hmm. if you're going to hang out with me, I'm going to be high. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we get all the, the references. Jerry Garcia, Woody Nelson, Chi Chi Chong. Good job, everyone writers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was it. That's, that's all the references. Yes. There's no more to make. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> Dr. Abbott is all paranoid about the pot. God. He's like looking out his window every every 30 seconds. Like Rose is like, what are you looking for? And he says, trouble. trouble. <laughs> She's like, what, what, what are you looking for? Dope fiends are just going to be like lying in our, in our yard getting high? Hold on. But before that, she has this weird joke, I guess. She's like, is that trouble with a capital T? Which oh, in, yeah. In, which rhymes with P as in pot? I it, yeah, it was a stretch. That. She was... <laughs> Whatever this non-joke was, she was waiting to get it out. Right. And then she did, and it felt so flat. Yeah. You know, this is why she's going to get replaced as mayor oh. when the, the, I love mm -hmm. the, I still, I keep thinking about the joke that you made about 
somebody's going to come along and offer free mayoral service. Harold <laughs> 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 feels. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just had to bring that up. I was like, what is this? Yeah, Referencing the thing that is literally our, what we're talking about. And, but in a way that like, I don't know. Yeah. Sorry, Rose. Allowed to be uncool and unfunny. <laughs> yes. Um, Amy's got the great line to to her dad. Pot's only supposed to make you paranoid after you smoke it. Yeah, I mm-hmm. like that one. <laughs> and he's like, I better be hearsay. She just walks up the stairs. Yep. I love that. It also takes him like two seconds yeah. before he real <laughs> before yeah. he delivers that line. Yeah. He's like, you. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. The line of. That better be here, say. I, I my own little personal note, and you know, this might just be me or whatever, but uh the mayor and Loretta Divine look like they could be uh related you because think, of the face. You think that the woman who plays Absolutely. Rose Abbott, a yeah. white woman. There were so many times when when Rose gave a face, like this disapproving face, reminded it you of always Loretta comes Divine? across as Loretta Divine. Is she it's from like Reno nine one one? No, absolutely no. not. No. Uh, Who am I thinking? Easy Nash. Oh, whoops. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, no, I should have called it out at the time. And, and, and maybe this is only. Wait, was Loretta Divine in Weeds? Was she in Weeds? You pull your phone back up. Wow, now I'm, I'm breaking the podcast up. rule. I don't think so. Who's the. Who's the no, it's not her. I, look was, at me yeah. thinking of three Adam, different black was... women. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they all look alike. Uh, so uh, well, I derailed this podcast. Keep it keep, keep it going there. Adam, you're killing it. You didn't derail anything. You were making a comparison. That's I have not her. No right. idea. Yeah. What what is Loretta Divine in? What is Nothing. She in? She's a made up she's a fictional character. <laughs> I can't I don't recognize any of these things. Hmm. What's she known for? Any of these things? Nubbin? Oh. What did that say? Nubbin? She was in... She's in so much. Wow. Yeah. Boston Public. I know her from Boston Whoa, Public. Whoa, did you watch Boston Public? A little bit. It was a great show. I remember her as being one of the teachers on there. I guess that's... Oh, in Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. She play, she's either. a character actress. She plays every black person's either grandmother or okay. mother. Uh, always a lot of like stern, disapproving looks. Got uh, it. Whoa, Eli Stone. Okay, Come stop. On, Put it away. Okay. <laughs> Everyone podcast. Well, we're, yeah. Yep. Um, I love so the 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 people. I I missed kind of who like they're doctors or they run some kind of organization. They oh, come I don't and know. They, yeah. We are here for our cannabis. What I love is that IMDb literally these characters are credited as the pot man and the pot woman. <laughs> nice. Because really, that's all you remember about. <laughs> They're the yeah. ones that wanted the pot and explained it. Pot guy, pot girl. <laughs> I think Harold Abbott edited the credits for this episode for them. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. This is through his perspective. The pot man. <laughs> Alongside the pot storyline, we've got this uh, storyline with Nina uh, feeling pressured to put Sam, her son, four or five-year-old son, on Ritalin. And they kind of, you know, Kind of run parallel in the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Andy immediately goes off about the long-term side effects of uh, those kinds of medications on kids. I don't think Diddy was ready yet. Um, actually, I came over early because I wanted to ask your advice about something about Sam. Mm-hmm. His preschool wants me to come in, and they think that I should put him on Ritalin. 
Ritalin? Why? Sam doesn't... We haven't been around him all that much, Andy, and he's been acting out a lot lately. He's a little boy, Nina. It comes with a Y chromosome. Have you met my son, Ephraim? <laughs> so in the past couple of months, he's gotten much more hyper. And they said that if I don't do something, they might not let him come back. They're threatening to kick him out of school if you don't medicate him? That's ridiculous. No, I don't know what to do. I'm afraid they might be right. Maybe medicine would help? Yeah, if he needs it. But even if it does help, the long-term effects are far less clear. In addition to potentially altering the gene expression in the brain, it can cause weight loss, insomnia, rashes, not to mention a reduction in social interaction. Are you aware that it's classified as a Schedule II stimulant, just like cocaine? I am now. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to scare you. Look, I'll get you information on Ritalin, but that's not enough. I'd like to come with you. You don't have to. I know. But I'd like to, if it's okay with you. Definitely freaks Nina out. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. Didn't mean to freak you out. Um, you know what's weird about that? It, it's weird to me, and maybe I'm not making the connection because we all, most of us partook before this episode. But <laughs> the fact that they, so like one of the big things about like a big push for medical marijuana, at least for like the legalization of medical marijuana is examples of young children with seizure disorders. Right. So like we hear a lot about like how CBD oil or THC and stuff can help with epilepsy. That's a big medical marijuana, like case maker pe that changes people's minds. Mm. And, and in this same episode, we're talking about Ritalin and like medicating kids. I just think that's like a weird, I don't know. Like what is, you see what well, I'm that saying? Was, they, they tied them together briefly when Dr. Brown gave a speech in the the town meeting or whatever, saying how, why right. are we demonizing this, but not these other medicines? Right. It's, that was supposed it's to be interesting. parallel. Well, okay. So then at the end, Dr. Brown is saying, oh, he's just a normal kid that's missing his dad, right? Sorry. See, I always skip time. Like I always, bring, you know, I'm bringing in the end already, time but. Time is fine. Time is weed. It's okay. <laughs> but like. I, th I thought maybe because it was like this weed kind of thing, they were going to be talking about like some other kind of like weed medication for this. Case. There was no alternate solution. Right. Like they were like no hard drugs. He's just normal. And honestly, that's why I was making that face at one point when the kid was going ape shit. I was like, what? There's no this kid is not <laughs> like completely okay. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, man, like, right. We don't, we don't, we're not like, uh, absent parents or anything like we're good parents and but but still man that came out wrong you were saying before that like of course my five-year-old doesn't act like that because his dad isn't away all the time but like i don't think that's enough of a justification for that child to be acting in that manner that see did seem extreme i thought it was going to change and dr brown was going to say you know what maybe we do need to look into this but let's not use ritalin let's use something else when he when he sat her down at the table, I thought he was gonna be like sleepy time tea, but all day. Right, <laughs> like, right. He bought her like a mug of tea, and I thought that's a solution. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I yeah. think that prescribing the kid weed no, based medication. <laughs> I'm not would, even would saying been that. Too radical for 2003. No, no, no. Oh, because no, I don't think that I don't think that anyone prescribes small children weed medication for <laughs> being like hyper. That's not what I'm necessarily saying. I just think that there's plenty of like more holistic medications and things like there's different herbs you can ingest. It doesn't St. John's wort's been around for a bajillion years. People take that for depression, like people who don't want to be on harder medications for that. Like 
it was interesting to me that those two things were in this episode and yet like they didn't come around to being like, maybe not Ritalin, but like, yeah, your kid needs some help. Maybe it's therapy. Right. Maybe it's something. But instead he's just like, but he's really just a little upset because his dad's gone. I'm like, I his don't dad to think quit his job it. and come home. Right. Like, what are you going to do? So what? <laughs> this kid's still going crazy. Yeah. It's a literal monster. Yes. I think that as opposed to like, I think that when they were writing this, they didn't sit down and say, let's make an episode about pot and an episode about Ritalin. I think it was, let's make an episode of pot, but we also have these building blocks in Nina's story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so the connection of pot and Ritalin just happened to like, okay, well that's interesting. But the, the Ritalin stuff with the Sam stuff was there primarily to kind of set some set of foundation. Yeah. To let Dr. Brown make that comparison or whatever. Well, yeah, yeah for and- that, but also there's an ongoing storyline with Nina and her husband and Sam that, that yeah. the writers are kind of filling in along the way. I right. feel like they're trying to establish that she's going to be like a main character, even though I feel like she's like a side character. Right, she's yeah. not main. They're yeah. Trying to like if they're if they're going to give her this storyline, they're trying to like shoehorn her in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they're just being gradual about it. Yeah. Um. But so, so yeah, and so Andy um agrees offers to babysit Sam. Um, we got some like adventures and babysitting <laughs> stuff. Af- that's after he joins Nina uh, in a meeting with Sam's teacher or something. Um, the babysitting is awful because Sam is yeah super hyper. Not just hyper, right? He's doing like he's like shoveling destructive. He's destructive. Yes. Well, he's shoveling the ash from the fireplace, thinking it's like could be like a fo- like a sand mm-hmm. box. It's not destructive. He's just trying to play. Well, he shoved sandbox. a cookie in a VCR. I yep. saw a lamp tipped over, uh-huh. like it was like oh, yeah, too much for me. Yeah, yeah. It's it. It was the the amount like when when Andy. I mean, maybe we're trying to assume that Andy's still a total doofus and doesn't actually remember th- anything about little kids, even though he literally references his little kid, right? But when he walks from into that one room and it pans around and there's shit everywhere, yeah. that doesn't happen in one second. Like, mm-hmm. but it implied that it happened in one second. Yes. So, like, yeah, yeah. W- like what's oh, going on? Oh, wait, really? Yeah. Like, yeah, they gave the impression that, like, he just stepped away and then came back and it was like <laughs> this. Mm-hmm. And then Delia's knocked out. Just yes, like, Delia, Delia, who's how old again? Like, how old? She's Mackenzie's age. She's got to be. Like, that's uh, my niece. I'm not even, I don't think. Yeah, like, she's a young girl. She's not going to be exhausted by a kid like that. Little girls, I mean, unless she yeah, has a health condition. She's precocious. Little children, yes. It's a, it's a, I think it gets a little sitcom-y. I think, mm-hmm. I think yeah. it requires like a suspension of disbelief that in these scenes, like, it's just kind of like they're leaning into like, haha, the goofiness. But they're talking about Ritalin. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, they're introducing it as, wow, they think that he needs Ritalin. And then they demonstrate a child that probably will need Ritalin. They like, turned him into the Tasmanian devil. Yes! Like, that's not oh, a like, realistic situation. Unless it's, you know what? She could be one of those parents that, you know, me and you oh, are like, oh my that God. That literally, when a kid, like, knocks a lamp over you, don't tell him, don't fucking do that yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. They don't say anything. <laughs> they're like, oh, man, kids are gonna break everything Whoa. in your whole world. And I'm like, no, they won't if you teach them them not to do that like what i like that this show tries to get 
the kids to learn lessons also. So like in the last episode, Ephraim learned about what it's like to like have a kid who's disappointed in you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then in this episode, Delia learns what it's like <laughs> to have like a young kid around. <laughs> around like and so she read that great line. That kid just wears me yeah, yeah. <laughs> typical yeah. Delia line. Very well. I honestly thought, but I honestly, again, I must have been completely misled because her saying that, I thought he was going to be like, well, wow, if he tires Delia out, <laughs> then that means something. I honestly thought that. Yeah, yeah. That's what it seemed to the be about. The tone was set differently to you, yes. I think, than it was to the rest of us. Yes, I guess so. Well, and, and you mentioned that we like saw you making a face. I, I saw you making that face during the scene where um, Andy's oh. yeah listening to Sam, and Sam's just going on about his dad. Is not two. Is not. It's two. Is not. But that's the best. Nuh-uh. He's the best basketball player ever would ever. And he's gonna teach me how to dunk. Your dad doesn't even live with you. Yes, he does. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Here, have some of mine. But your dad's pretty cool, huh, Sam? Next time he comes home, he's gonna take me fishing. Really? Yeah, he said. Mm. You see him a lot? Yeah, all the time. Sometimes. You must miss him, huh? Next time he comes home, we're gonna go to the park. Which is real hot, which will probably be Thursday. But you can't come to the sister, Mimi, and I like an ice cream. Oh, it depends. We even like pizza, so we make it pizza and ice cream. And we're gonna have snowball fights, and we're gonna. And it just it just becomes clear that um, Sam just misses his father. That's but like, not and then I looked at your, I looked at your face, and it was like, oh, gross. <laughs> you want to know why? <laughs> I do want to know why. It had nothing to do with the dad. All I could hear was this kid having snot in the back of his throat. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, the nastiest shit. I was like, and his face is covered in chocolate and he's got the snot. And I'm like, they couldn't find a kid that didn't have a cold on the day of this recording. No, it's great. It's no, perfect. Like, oh, was, it was so nasty. I was impressed by his, like, uh, you know, recalling the, the script ability yes. while eating the, the ice cream and all yeah. the stuff. Like, this kid, you know, most I mean, I will say it sounded like German to me. Kid. I could oh, not really? understand like seven eighths right. of what he was yeah, saying. Like it literally, it was a kid accent. Like it's one of these little kids. Like it wasn't completely well formed mm-hmm. words. But I thought they were very clear, and that little boy really did a great job. Mm-hmm. I to the point where I wondered if they just took him eating ice cream, like a random kid eating ice cream, and just talking about his real day, and then <laughs> cut out the gasps for breath, and then just let that be the framework for what else they referred to. Like, get a kid that doesn't have a dad. Okay, get a kid that has a dad as an imaginary friend, and then the, he'll talk about how the dad will push him on the swings. Get that kid. Where's that crazy kid? Feed him a ton of ice wow. cream and let him talk for a while so then, like the stage mom is right off camera <laughs> yeah. being like how much do you miss daddy yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> it, was, um, it was intense it was a little intense but yeah to me it feels like just in terms of your view of that storyline it feels like you were expecting like an episode of like house <laughs> No, I just thought it was because we talk about how this is show is a groundbreaking show, right? Mm. Like they have this marijuana discussion. I think that is enormous. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they are also talking about drugs and mm-hmm. small children and alternative medicine, because that's mm-hmm. the old guy's whole speech was sure. about alternative medicine. 
I just was surprised that there wasn't something else, okay. especially because that kid seemed way too intense. And that is my final argument. I'm sorry. It's the same Whoa. thing I already said. <laughs> I'm not arguing with you. I'm, stamp this document. Well, I'm done. Stamp. I, approved. <laughs> but so no, no, no thoughts about like as parents about like Ritalin and all that shit. No like, thoughts is it just as for, parents. Like, are, is it for you? It's just like, yes, yeah, some kids need Ritalin. And that's like, um, <clears throat> no, because, you know, I mean, I think you're saying that's because you know that I'm somebody who like for literally like all of my life has been like, I don't want any drugs that affect my brain chemistry. I've yeah. been, I've fought, I've, I've been on medication for depression and anxiety so many times and come off of it. I have a fear of drugs. Like, I guess probably if I was diagnosed, I probably like have a fear of drugs. Well, mm -hmm. that's kind of fallen by the wayside in the past year and a half because of, I love <laughs> weed. I love it. Thanks, Everwood. I watched Everwood Ever a year weed. and a half. Everweed. <laughs> Thanks. Brought to you by Weed. Weed. It's, it's great. It's wonderful. It is truly it's miraculous. By the magazine High Times. <laughs> yes! High Times. That was so great. Harold Reverend. Oh. oh, the town loved that one. Yeah. High <laughs> Times arrives. Everybody starts. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Well, so yeah, I, I cool. No, yeah. Oh no, it's okay. I, I, so, I mean, I'll just talk about my own personal experience cause that's what you're asking about. But like our oldest son, we suspect has ADHD and I have, um, we, you know, we got him like the doctor forms and like had the teacher evaluation and everything. And then when it came to like getting a prescription, I was like, let's see if we can give him a cup of coffee in the morning and see if that helps. And like, mm -hmm. look at other, because I, I'm first of all, pretty sure that I have undiagnosed ADHD and I never realized it and I have never had medication for it. But I will say like, that is not to say that anyone who takes medication for it shouldn't. I think medication sure. for anything is good. Like t if you yeah. need medication, take it. I just have like a fear of certain things, but sure. for him, it's, it's really weird being responsible for a, a person like, and, and making medical decisions for them and hoping you don't make the wrong one. Like I of course don't want him to have his whole life be like undiagnosed ADHD and then like realize at my age, like, you know, like last year just being like, wow, like I, I'm pretty sure I have ADHD. Like this is something I've been struggling with for a while with all these things. And <clears throat> that sucks. And like, I don't want to not help him, but I also don't, my experience with doctors over the years has been really good doctors are rare and hard to find and hard to have like a doctor that you can have a relationship with who like helps mm. you and you are not just a number. And I am too, I have not found the doctor yet that my children have been to that I would trust to make a decision about putting a drug in their body. I mean, I'm not anti-vax or anything like that. I don't, I hope I'm being completely clear. Like I am not any, like we use antibiotics when they are needed. Like I am not against medicine. <laughs> that is not what I'm saying. <laughs> We're talking about laughter, by the way, right? That's the best one. Yes, that's, I, we always laugh. We're f f healthy. So I think, I think what you're talking about is exactly what, like, is part of what Andy, like his stance towards. Right. It's just like, like, can we be careful about this? Can we right. hold off and not like rush into it? Like, yes. this, like childhood is such a complicated time, mm -hmm. like for yeah. brain development and for behavior and 
you know, so I, I, I totally get well, it. Especially with that age of kid. He's little. That boy is he's, very yeah, little. That, like, yeah. Very little for that. Like yeah. all I, all my comments, you know, my sarcastic comments about how that kid is like extremely ill behaved. Like he also is a little kid and some parents can't handle little kids. They just can't. I know some of them. They're terrible. Like, or apparently in this episode, some preschool teachers can't. Right. Apparently like <laughs> just put all the kids on drugs. Okay, please. Oh my God. I have to handle all these children. Um, Everyone can handle like a preschool aid, like one more person in the room. Right. Can't afford it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I will say that it's, uh, it's interesting. My, my brother uh, growing up, we just, you know, it's weird to like ascribe depression to a kid or whatever, but like mm-hmm. even growing up we're we're like three ish, three and a half years apart, he's older. And even I looked over at just like, yeah, I don't know, he's just like sad. He's just like sad all the time. Yeah. I don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. Uh but and they had him on Ritalin, which didn't help. Like that wasn't his problem yeah. or anything, whatever. But all that to say, by the time that I was in high school, I probably should have been on something, but like because they had tried it on my brother and it didn't seem to work on him, wherever yeah. they never even thought to test me for it. Because mm-hmm. by oh. the time that later on in life, when somebody had given me uh, Adderall, didn't not to snort, just to like take it, mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, somebody just took all my files from a cloud and put them into a filing oh. cabinet, and now I can like sift through them at need. Like, mm-hmm. boy, wouldn't that have been useful in high school? You yeah, know? So, yeah. Like, so like at a certain point, maybe. Yes. Yeah. But like five, it's a it's yeah. a lot. Right. Get him a yeah. get him like a weighted vest or something. I don't know. <laughs> right. I mean that's the that's the things we're trying. Like I mean it's it, I mean yeah he, he we have like a, a fidget seat like for him to for in like he's homeschooled not homeschooled but like the virtual remote. school because of you know yeah remote school or whatever right now and it's just this little inflatable thing with spikes on it that he can kind of shift in he has like fidget toys that he can kind of distractedly play with we're just trying the things before we like I, yeah oh. again if he needs that i definitely don't want to deny him that i just yeah i agree with dr brown but i just think that from a story arc thing i I thought it was going to be from no, of course, because he was he was like, oh, how dare you? He was so yes, well, <laughs> uh, yeah. and then I thought it was going to be like, oh, well, maybe I was wrong originally. Yeah, um, it's wrong to be so black and white both ways. Right? Yeah. I, it's, it, is, it is weird to have to set him up as being opposed to it, and then he in was, the end, he doesn't change at all. Like yeah. he's still like, yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't need it. Also, also. For him to just be like, uh, he needs his dad, and that's the issue. Uh, have we have we ever like actually figured out whether his dad is toxic or like a good person? No, we've right. like, right. never <laughs> seen him. Yeah. him not know? being with his dad is probably for the best. And also, she's got to feel really bad after hearing that. Like, oh, good, I'm not yeah. enough. This is wonderful. Thank you, Doctor Brown. Right, exactly. Good night. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's some okay. This is getting into some weird, toxic, patriarchal bullshit. Because really what if she was just a single well? I don't think Andy would say like you can't be a single mom. I yeah. think it was just like this kid has a dad. Yeah. And he talks gone. about him a lot. Yeah. I think that's yeah, Right, that I know, sense. but still. She's got to feel really bad after hearing that. She knows the father is gone. Okay? Like she mm-hmm. doesn't need to hear it from this stupid baby-faced asshole Treat Williams. So I'm just sorry Treat Williams, you're great. But isn't that also like like 
alleviating her concerns yeah. about does my kid need to be on sure. Ritalin? Of course, like, that's no. the whole intent. Right. Here's just another concern it's that you can't this... resolve because your right. your husband's never coming so, home. He's no, gonna but die it's like, wherever the hell he is. Obviously, she does know. It's like it's this issue you're already aware is a problem. Like yeah. it's just stemming okay. from this thing you already know right. is. Listen, Doctor Brown, shut up. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> wants to hear it from you. Anymore. Okay. Oh, All right. Weed. So we've talked about the Ritalin stuff. We'll be interested to see what happens with Nina and Sammy. Yeah. Um. And her mysterious husband. Um, back to the pot. Pot. Um, <laughs> I was like, okay. the podcast? I cannot hear him tonight, pot. I don't think. <laughs> the pot man yeah. went to FM. Yeah, that was so weird. FM specifically is Treat Williams. Treat? Like, oh that's such God, a weird that's coincidence. Totally, that's totally what I mean, it, it is. It, it, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, that's it is, it is known for being pre-med. Like it's a that's it's a true. prestigious pre-med yeah, school. Yeah, it is a good pre-med school. But then he, and he mentions CU Boulder at the end of that too, where uh -huh. I went for a few yeah. years for my grad school. Um, so that's kind of cool. Um, <laughs> ba -ba -ba -bum. Okay. At the town hall meeting for the pot, mm. that lady who was all up in arms about the surrogacy shit, uh. she says at one point, Look, we're not a bunch of reactionaries. <laughs> and like immediately I'm like, yes, yes you, you are. are. <laughs> like, literally, that's what you are all doing right now. Yes, you're doing, like, actively doing. Literally reacting in a conservative way <laughs> to something facing your community. Yes. <laughs> literally are. Um that so some interesting stuff in that meeting. Um Everyone seems like they're like on the same page. Harold's like, but then yeah, Andy wants to talk, and Harold's like, "Oh, brace yourselves for the liberal contrarian." Mm. Yeah, which made me that and the weed thing is reaction. We made me write. Doctor Abbott is now the worst character on the show. Smiley face. <laughs> <That's> right, <yeah. laughs> I just wrote it's right like, here. That's my note. Not gonna like Harold in this episode. Yeah. He, and he ends up he ends up like you get a kind of shift in his demeanor. Yes. Like it's not so closed off but when he says like look it's not you know like where if the question is where do we draw the line and, right. and that's where he like he he, he sounds less like a reactionary yes. more like offering a reasoned perspective like yes. look this is a legitimate concern mm -hmm. you know no okay adam he's still my favorite character on the show okay oh! don't worry about it god we all know Ask Portland where we draw the line Abbott. Mm, yeah, ask yeah Portland. remember it was 2003 <laughs> Um, but yeah, like, so then the, their neighbor Earl shares about the, you know, he's been fighting pancreatic cancer. Yeah. All right, people, anyone else before we vote? Now I know most of you and you know me. I've been to your ball games and to your weddings. You've all been to my home at one time or another. You all know that I'm fighting pancreatic cancer but what you don't know because i just found out about it last week is that i'm losing this fight now i'm a lot of things husband father friend and grandfather some retired teacher full-time fisherman but drug addict sure as hell isn't one of them and then, as it turns out, marijuana is the only thing that kept me going this past year. Earl, I've been treating They you. stopped doing the trick, Doc. I, I can't keep them down anymore. I tried to tell you that. 
Now, like you, I've had my thoughts on the ills of marijuana. And then it kept me alive. I... I got maybe a month left. Six weeks tops. I just want to spend some of that time with, with Laura and with the girls. Without throwing up all the time. Without wishing to God I was dead already. Pot, weed, legal, illegal, you call it what you want. To me, it's time. Okay, I think that's it. Let's uh, call it to a vote. All in favor of destroying Irma's marijuana, please raise your hands. I'm sorry, Earl. I gotta go with Doc Abbott on this one. I love the part where he's like, look, I'm a lot of things. Yeah. I'm a neighbor, I'm a grandpa, father, husband, uh, former teacher. I was just like, just like thinking in my head about like, what if this went on for like <laughs> a minute and a half? Yes. <laughs> Volunteer, firefighter, garbage and man. He forgets halfway because he's stoned, obviously. <laughs> Starts over. <laughs> and then but finally, Claire's like, oh, but I'm not a drug addict. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I really liked that. Yeah. He was, he was, that was a great part. Great actor. Mm-hmm. Um, I should George have the Sullivan. His name is Thank George you. Sullivan. Yeah, I'm, uh, he looked familiar to Halloween me. Halloween 4. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably not alive anymore yeah, his probably. last credit was this was his second to last credit oh really wait does it have a death date did he die of i don't know I'm just on IMDb. <laughs> oh god wait he played earl and see you in, his name was earl two times earl and everwood and earl and see you in my dreams a tv movie interesting he looks wow. like an earl he, he sounds does like, like an earl yes he he's does. got a great does. voice yeah great voice he did a great job but we can we not verify that he's alive or dead no i don't know um, he was old in somebody 19... probably stopped updating his imdb yeah i mean it doesn't say he's dead so i'm gonna choose to okay. believe that he's still alive all out right. there somewhere all right still Future puffing away for you the... still puffing Future away to the podcast george sullivan we gotta get you soon before you die dude <laughs> um unless you're already dead rest in peace literally oh, my guy yeah. it's and rest in peace rest in peace <laughs> Rest I peace. Rest I peace. Stephanie Nisnik. At whenever I just she died a couple of years ago. The woman who plays Nina. Young woman. Oh, it's very sad. Um, but yeah, so that's where he he's, he talks about how that's the only thing that's been working, and he says, "Call it what you want. To me, it's time. Mm-hmm. Time to be with his family and spend time." His last remaining. What did he say? Like a month? Six yeah. weeks? Six weeks? Uh-huh. Um, he's got that much time and he just wants to be with his family without yeah. vomiting all the time. Mm-hmm. My next door neighbor, same thing. He uh, he was given a terminal diagnosis like of like two months out of nowhere. Out of oh nowhere. Like God. he got sick. And they were just like, you got two months, buddy. So I gave him like my bowl to use and it's the only way that he was able to eat oh. um, because he was stoned. And then, uh, yeah, like two months later, that was that. But like the whole time I was just like, 
making sure that he had weed or a connection to yeah. weed or something like that because the state wasn't trying to give it to him. This yeah. was like four or five years ago. Yeah. And you never got your bowl back. I never got my bowl back. <laughs> that's, the, that's the most Fucking important asshole. Well, what a joke. <laughs> that's terrible. Oh this is gosh. like a curb your enthusiasm storyline. Right <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. He's like wants to be buried with it. It's like yeah. in the open. It's in the viewing. Yeah. Open oh, caskets. Laying on his chest. It's just the same thing. <laughs> That's awful. That is so bad. This is a real person. We're not talking about everyone. That was a real guy. <laughs> no, he was this a real guy. guy. Guys, this isn't a real life podcast. This is an everyone podcast. <laughs> you love this. Do we, do we want to shout him out by name? Uh, yeah, Turk. Turk the drug smuggler from Florida. R.I.P. Turk oh. the drug smuggler from Florida. Oh, Turk. The, so this whole like scene, so the, that monologue by Earl is like really powerful. And then like it makes the next scene where they, the town votes for whether to Fucking destroy harsh, it. Like, dude. Everybody no, raising that's better. their hands to it's it. like, that's better because it shows the mm-hmm. shows the viewers good. what happens when they don't change yeah. their dumb beliefs. Yeah, like that's this real, is what you that's do. what you are doing. Yeah, you're not doing it from behind your walls. You're doing mm-hmm. it right in front of their faces. So really powerful. And I think that is part of what earned the show, like that adjective groundbreaking. Like <laughs> for 2002, 2003. Yes. Like, did um did Dr. <laughs> Abbott raise his hand? No. Okay. We see he's the last person we see, and we he just, he's just sitting there. Yep. And he, he doesn't raise his hand. Wow, he started the storm. He started the fire and walked away. Yeah, right. but yeah. He doesn't say even when someone right end. behind him is like, I'm sticking with Dr. Abbott, and they put their hand up and he doesn't he's and he like he doesn't, right. <laughs> and, and he didn't turn no. around and be like, Well, hey guys, maybe yeah. I maybe I need to change my opinion. He's in such a daze there, like I think he he didn't realize that his patient Earl had been had been suffering so bad. Yeah. He was worried about his own ego, actually, is what <laughs> yeah, was. Because he was apologized to him. So, well, that's the ahead. no, that's the next scene is and and and, and, and you know, um <laughs> and it takes back to like KT when you were talking about like yeah. it's hard to find like a doctor who cares about yep. you. Mm-hmm. And like I think we see that that Harold's heart is in the right place there, yeah. and that's see where he goes to Earl. Dr. Abbott, how are you, Earl? Getting better. Anything you need? The family? Uh, no, we're okay, Doc. You, uh, you want to come in? Uh, no, no, thank you. Only I, I wanted to, uh, <clears throat> apologize. For what? For failing you as a physician. Listen. You've been a good doctor to me for a long time. It's all right. No, no. No, it's not all right. And I'm not so sure that I didn't fail you again last night. As a friend. Well, at least the doctor part I can try to make up for. Take these for the pain. They're new. And from what I hear, they're they're quite powerful. So. But he gives Earl some weed, which is a small, meaningful gesture. I mean, I we're think. assuming it's weed. <laughs> Those yeah, the, the blunts that he gives. Um, 
He gave him like the entire Ziploc baggie that they <laughs> yeah. confiscated. Like, if, if there were more patients in town that needed it, it's like, sorry, you guys gotta yeah. now go to this guy. I thought you were joking that like they had so much weed besides that that it's so like. This right. is all you're gonna make. <laughs> but it would have been funny if he just showed up with like a fucking like forklift. It was like, uh-huh. here you go, you can have all of them. <laughs> this time learning how to harvest it. Yeah, uh, probably only you'll probably die by the time you figure out the whole process. Uh huh. Yeah. I think, but yeah, no, I like I like that nuance in Harold's character mm-hmm. that he starts. You know, you can start to see him like reconsidering at least, mm-hmm. which is which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let's rush through the other parts of the episode, which are Colin. You mean the storyline that nothing happened? That we don't care about? No, yeah. no, literally that nothing progressed. Yeah. Okay, but we, I think it is, I think it progresses. Um, because we, I, we, because we didn't know before this episode just how bad his memory was going to be, right? The nurse told us and Amy, yeah. and neither you or Amy should be surprised at this point, but you both are. <laughs> but yes, the nurse did say, apparently she was the first and only person. Yes. No, I'm convinced now. I didn't want to say this while we were watching. I'm convinced that Amy has been told many yes. times mm-hmm. because she's still surprised. Yes, she we saw her being told. Parties for her <laughs> poor boyfriend. My God. The only thing that's progressed throughout the episode is her comprehension of what memory loss really means. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Loss of memory. Yeah. Yep. Um, so Colin's coming home. Andy immediately is like, a little too soon if you ask me. But he goes to Denver to kind of mm-hmm. accompany the hearts and Colin. Um, we got the, the doctor in Denver saying, I think it's safe to say you performed something of a miracle here. Brown. Uh, side note: That doctor's tie matched his shirt, and it was vomitous. <laughs> I didn't even see. Didn't you didn't notice. see the tie because it was perfectly it was, camouflaged. It was totally oh, that's weird. Better than the doctor from the last one. Tie or no? It is. He's better. Um, Bright, you know, warns. Doesn't. I mean, he, he says to Amy, like, you know, maybe dial down the wacky girlfriend thing. Um. He's nervous. Um, and it's a dumb shirt. I hated his dumb shirt. I hate his rugby shirts, shirts, man. Get it out of here. Is Old it time? Man. Is it time for <laughs> prattling on? Prattling on with Katie. Chris Pratt, you can suck my day. <laughs> man, I mean, like, what else is there to say that I haven't already ranted about? You don't have to not be repetitive. I just need to say that he's gross and that he fucking. Like, I read recently that he fucking follows, like, Turning Point USA. He follows Turning Point USA, you guys. Turning Point USA is like a conservative think tank, isn't it? Yes, it's like far right. Like, yeah, it's and it's not surprising. Like, right. You know, we know we knew this and stuff, but like, it's just it's it's that puts a little like mustard on. And, you know, today, I will say, because today is a day where Elliot Page has come out as a trans yes. man. And, and the fucking thing about that is that Elliot Page is related to Chris Pratt in that a few years ago when the whole thing came out that he goes to that fucking anti-LGBTQ plus yeah. church. Elliot was like, hey. Called him out. 
If you go to these organizations that are anti a certain group of people and you don't speak out vehemently against what they stand for, you are part of the problem. And then he never fucking said anything. So this whole wave of Chris Pratt hate recently again in you know, October 2020 is basically when that started happening again, has been going on for so long. He's been trash for a long time. If At the very, even if we want to assume the very best of him, which is that he is apolitical and just is kind of like a shy guy, which he is not. You know he's not. Chris Pratt is not a shy guy. He's the doofus frat guy from college that you fucking hate. Nobody gets to be apolitical anymore. Right, I know. But like, even if we can assume that, right? Like some people don't get the message. He's also rich and out of touch. Like if we want to assume all the Mm -hmm. best, he still is the worst. Like he still- Is this the reason in the Avengers why, you know, Thanos eventually ended up getting the Infinity Gauntlet? Uh, Yes. Um, Yes, thank you, Jerome. Yes, that too. Adam, they don't know that's fictional. I don't know what I don't know what he's talking about, but uh, well, uh, Jerome wouldn't have watched it if he thought it was a documentary. <laughs> yeah, and, and and uh, so so yeah, and also uh, just like Chris Pratt in general as a person, mm-hmm. uh, had a point, and I got lost. Chris Pratt sucks. Chris Pratt sucks. Yeah, well. let's get back. Yeah, yeah. like this has been. Yeah. Well, see, I'm fed by Jerome. I'm excited that I'm not the only one that's ranting about Chris Pratt because Chris Pratt is not even an actor. He's just a buffoon that showed up and is like vaguely kind of cute to idiots. So like all the idiots that like, kind of like all the idiots that voted Donald Trump into office, all these idiots that made Chris Pratt famous. Fuck those idiots. He showed up naked at the Parks and Rec fucking thing and just fucking did it when he was supposed to have a nude sock on. Fucking gross. Exposing himself to people against their consent. Like, they did not consent to that. Fuck you, Chris Pratt. You're trash. Goodbye, Chris Pratt. And Mark Ruffalo, you fucking disappoint me for defending him. Mark fucking Ruffalo, dude. I love Mark Ruffalo. What is wrong? You know, the only thing I'll say about Mark Ruffalo is because I've already been mean about Treat Williams, and Treat Williams is like a little fairy, nice, precious little gem, okay? Like, he's just a precious little baby, like, little hippie guy that... It shows us his yeah. stuffing recipe on Thanksgiving, but like fucking Mark Ruffalo, it, are you, a, he's a bonehead. Like you can kind of tell. Cause he's like, uh, and now I'm going to make fun of Mark Ruffalo now. Cause I'm, he's I'm pissed. That- Mark Ruffalo's permastone. I know, but come on, he's got to have plenty of people. Mark Ruffalo's the hippiest of all the celebrities that I can think of right now. And he has got to have people in his surrounding crunchy ass circle who are like, wait a second, Mark Ruffalo, take those words back and go. Hey, Chris Pratt, just fucking come out and say, Hey, I love LGBTQ people and this church fucking blows. How about that? It's prattling on with KT. I fucking hate you. Chris Pratt suck my dick. D. <laughs> D. Time. Awesome. <laughs> Very good. All right. It's repetitive. I know I said some of the same things probably. No, it's perfect. That's what the segment is supposed to be. By the way, this episode brought to you by Irma's Flower Shop. Some of the best stuff east of Humboldt County, California. <laughs> I like that line. I still love that you identified that they put jasmine. That's mm-hmm. just so smart. <laughs> oh jasmine. God. That's so my good. God. Um, okay, so tracking this pot storyline. So, so uh, well, no, not the pot storyline. Oh. Moving on to Colin. Um, <laughs> Boo, let's go back uh, to the pot storyline. There line. is no story. It's the same. <laughs> yes. No, exactly. come on. We get some nice, we get some nice Ephraim uh. and stuff. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Hey, we're watching James and the Giant Peach. Care to join us? Uh, enticing, but 
No. Why are you doing that lingering thing you do sometimes? Well, I don't mean to force a conversation on you. I'm from that would be a first. Okay. Forget it. Wait. I was just wondering how Amy was doing in regard to Colin coming home. Oh, she's the most popular girl in school again. The love of her life is back and she's throwing a party. I'd say she's doing pretty good. A party? Whose idea was that? It wasn't mine, believe me. But I guess the hearts are cool with it. Half the school's gonna be there. Well, I don't know if Colin is ready for a party. That could be overwhelming. Yeah, try telling Amy that. I mean, Colin's a strong kid to be doing this well already. But he's not the same as he was. You, uh, you know, you might need to be there for Amy. I don't think so. Amy and I aren't really talking too much right now. You are? When did that happen? A while ago. How'd I miss that? You were too busy being clueless. Well, that's my job. So what happened? Did you two kiss or something? I'm not that clueless. I don't know what happened. I mean, one day she's kissing me. Then I make the mistake of giving her this stupid mix CD, and then she's acting like I'm Yakumo and she's Shiva the Destroyer, you know. Manga reference. Well, I'd go to the party. Why? Well, because whatever you and Yakumo have going isn't going to work itself out right away. In the meantime, just because she stopped being your friend doesn't mean you have to stop being hers. Because trust me, She's going to need one right now. What I like in that first scene in, in the room is that Andy comes in, Ephraim does his usual bad attitude shtick, mm -hmm. but then changes his mind. Yep. He takes off his headphones. He says, come back. Sorry. Yeah. And it's like nice about it. Like that's some nice character yep. growth. Like mm -hmm. at first it was like, Ephraim, why are you still being the same yep. like piece of shit? Mm -hmm. But seeing that like he's, he's observing himself fall into those old habits mm -hmm. and changing them. That's really mm -hmm. cool. Force down the hormones. Yeah. Force down the hormones. Um, <laughs> Andy expresses again, I don't know if Colin's ready for a party. You might need to be there for Amy. What is um, wrong with Colin's fucking parents? Can I fucking? Where they don't the want his, fuck? they don't want Amy to see him for a minute. But they're like, let's throw a party literally as you come home with everyone you don't know anymore. What? I've already said that Colin's father reminds me of Denny Thor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, and I think that that like totally makes sense. Like he's God. he's not. Like I don't think Do, does, does he have like another son and he he doesn't even allow <laughs> to like go to the party and stuff like that? Oh my gosh. You are you are so close to like the truth that it is like funny. Okay. There is a that's okay. all I'll say. All right. There is a <laughs> What was that I'm going to say? Oh, can you get my charger? Uh-oh. Oh, no. Oh, no! If only you had a headphone splitter. This stays in the podcast. <laughs> Parker, don't edit this out. Me plugging it in. Say something right. profound so it can't be cut out. Oh, no. Oh, they're already done. Damn it. I would have been able to, but I didn't have enough time. Yeah, Colin's parents are not great parents. <laughs> no. Sure. Um, and we will have more to talk about with Colin's parents. Apparently. Uh, going Apparently. forward, for sure. Um, 
I do love that, like, Ephraim accuses Andy of being clueless. Uh Like, he's like, Amy and I have been talking. Oh, how did that happen? How did I miss that? He's like, well, you're too busy being clueless. Mm -hmm. And then, like, a second later, Andy's like, oh, you guys kiss or something? (laughs) It looks so lovely. That's very good. That's cute. And, yeah, and then Andy says, you know, just because she's not being your friend doesn't mean you can't be hers. Yeah. It's very sweet. Which is like a lesson that I'll, I, I'll even go as far as to say I could learn because yeah. like everybody I'm very turn. quick to like turn somebody off and just like, okay, if we're done, we're done. And like, I guess, but mm-hmm. you know, you don't have to be, if there are things in people that you care about in your life. Teach you us, KT. How am I supposed teach to teach us? <laughs> the master. I am the master at cutting people out of my life every yeah. day. Every day yeah. it is my goal. Yeah. Watch out, guys. It feels great to lose that, like, <laughs> for real. Just to shed, to shed that, is, that the, person. And it's not, a, you know what, for me, that is really great. But the, you know what I really like is just the way that I can do it. Like the knowledge that I've done it and that I can do it. I don't have to worry about feeling bad about literally cutting out family, friends, whatever. Because guess fucking what? Goodbye. Your life still goes on. Yeah. Your life still goes on. Yeah. yeah. And like, I, like there are so few people that I would actually, you know, try to like ugh, over for that. So few. But they know who they are. And Jerome is now one of them because... Look at that, see? It's anybody you're speaking with. It's anybody I'm speaking to. You You have to go like, I'm a cult cult leader. This is my my motivational speech for the people who want my love. Hmm. There's a cult behind you. Hi, dog. Is that okay? That was really... That's fine. She's like creepily staring at us. She's like, she's a mutt. We adopted her, but she totally has like Boston in her because she has these weird big bug eyes. eyes And and when Uh. she gets scared, she screams. She's like, ah! It's like the weirdest dog noise ever. Hello, Doofy. That's the best. Hello, Doofy. Um, Okay, so we get a scene. Amy and Colin meet up before the party. She discovers, we discover gradually that Colin has a, what do you call it? Is crib it a sheet. crib sheet? Yeah, crib. Hmm? Crib sheet. But he's like cheating off of notes oh, in his hand yeah. Yeah. about her name and just everybody in his life. Hey. Can I? Yeah. I missed you so much. I missed you too, Amy. How are you feeling? I mean, you're probably tired, right? You must be really, really tired of coming home and everything. How long was the trip home? It it wasn't long. You look great. So do you. um, Thanks for coming to see me at the hospital. I would have come more. I I wanted to, but school stuff, you know. How's, um, how's, how's Bright? Okay, I mean, he's, he's still bright, but other than that, he's fine. I'm sure you'll see him tonight. Is, um, is Mrs. McGee still teaching English? Yes, can you believe it? Oh my God, she must be like 60. Remember when we stole her keys? Sure. <laughs> How could you forget that, right? She had to walk all the way home. Sorry. Sometimes I just need some help. It's okay. 
Me too. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's... I'm sorry. So that remember me at all? We should get going. Why is it called a crib sheet? I don't know. It's probably short for something. I've never heard... I mean, I think I have heard that, but I don't think I ever used that. I don't know what the... Sheet. Get out. I don't know what the uh, All right, I'm the looking it up. the source. Yeah, tell us why it's called a crib sheet. Crib sheet. I still have the thing up from reminding Eric to work on his uh, <gasps> Fraser Green's yeah. dad impression. Uh, All right, good, crib good. sheet. Uh, just takes up baby crib sheets. That doesn't help me. <laughs> crib sheets. Cribbing <laughs> crib sheets. Uh, to crib, sheet. to pilfer or take furtively. Oh, really? Common since oh. about 1740. Oh, cool. Wait, to pilfer or take... Uh, that's a, huh. I'm not looking at Quora. Get out of here, Quora. I'm here fucking mm -hmm. useless. Yeah, this is from phrases.org.uk. To yeah. crib, to pilfer or take furtively. Oh my God, I love it. I love that. I didn't know the that. The reason behind this was probably the idea that cribs or wicker baskets were used yes. by thieves to hide stolen articles. Yes, yes. Soon to happen in our podcast. I'm just going to write that idea down. All right, crib time. Crib. This is kid. the actor who played that kid at the party, right? Thank that goodness. kid? So, at the party... Um, are we skipping to that? Oh, that or are we going back? Guy? <laughs> the guy with the, the hair that pointed to says, the sides? Yeah, who like joins after him as they're like <laughs> looking at Colin, and he's like... Uh, back from the dead to resume the throne of glory. <laughs> what a weird-looking guy. Yes, that oh. was very I, That sounds like a line that he heard Ephraim say in a good way, <laughs> yeah. and he's like, I could say that and be cool, and then he forgot that it was uh, Ephraim that said it. Yes. This is So this is an actor named Michael Coe. Coe? Like, how do you spell that? C-O-C-O-E, like David Allen Coe. Oh, this is interesting. Mm. In the On the episode cast page, he is credited as Clueless student. <laughs> Clueless. But, but when I look good, his actor page and it's and it has the, the you may know them from. Uh-huh. I may know them from Everwood, but on this page he's credited as future alcoholic. Uh, so Whoa. is he in another another episode? Maybe he's in another party episode. They just bring him back to yeah. the party. Was he was he at that Kager like out in the woods or whatever, do you think? I don't know. Well, if was he the one who offered to like teach Amy how to, to do, do body, body shots? shots or whatever? No, no, I don't think so. I don't remember. He's too weird looking. He is very. I weird would have looking. commented on it. Then. Maybe there's another episode that he's in that he gets plastered in. Which episode was that? Was that Turf Wars? Right. I'm looking. Is that about J.K. Rowling? <laughs> Turf. <laughs> Turf Wars. Uh, student, students. No, I don't see him in this one. Weird. Anyway, hmm. Michael Coe, you look weird. Future guest of the podcast. <laughs> Michael Coe. At least, see, that hair really did not help it because he has, that kid obviously had like thick hair and they just cut off the sides and then let it stand straight out to the sides. Yeah. So, okay, he's, he's in three episodes credited differently each time. This was oh. the first one. Then oh, he's also credited yep. another yes. one as New Lifeguard. <gasps> And then a year <gasps> later, future alcoholic. Uh -huh. so oh, that's so, uh, different credits. 
So he just gets an arc. That's all. He, he just starts off as a clueless student. He becomes and he's a in lifeguard. lifeguard. He's lifeguard. A <laughs> I mean, it's not so long. These are all the same. These are all fair credits. Oh my gosh. Wow. Was he in anything else ever? Oh, no. Urban Legends Bloody Mary? Don't worry about it. Don't. This isn't an Urban Legends Bloody Mary podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, it is not. Um, Ephraim finds Amy outside of the party. Oh, hold on. I wanted to, I, I wanted to talk about something as he, as they drive up to the party, mm-hmm. this group okay. of the students, those are not <laughs> normal high school students. No. Sorry. No. Don't care how popular he was. That is not how they behave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, They're but like but- cheering and like, uh-huh. <laughs> no way. No. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Wait, you think that they would be just like low energy? Different energy. These are, these it, are all the popular kids and all like the like athletes. And it, stuff. it would oh, be. I guess all, all of us were not the popular athletes. <laughs> or something. We're like, what? Huh? I, I, did, I did this. that individually. Like for all the guys on the football team, I would like oh. be outside their house when they yeah, got home and be like, wow. what? Oh. And it was a weird thing to try to schedule because they all got home for like different times. Yeah, you must have been really sweaty at the end of those days. Was that every yeah, day? Very sweaty. Or was it just? Yeah, every day. <laughs> no, but like, come on, really like that—that that was definitely much. That was like a pep rally sports reaction. Like, I feel like that makes sense yeah, given what maybe. we know about Colin it and what we know felt, about his. Now that you circuit. said pep rally sports, isn't Too he weird. a sports guy? I don't know yes. that that's is he was he on a team? Do we know that he probably did a football? I, oh, I guess maybe we don't know that, but I would assume like that like that is just who I I feel like maybe Nina said that though to Ephraim like hmm. he was maybe Adam's trying not to spoil I don't know. something, but I don't give a fuck if that kid's also, on a football team. Also, when it when it us. when we were watching, when it also when it, the camera was on Ephraim, like near the end of that scene, there was, oh, that was there so was weird. some there was some guy that like stood up behind him in a red parka and was just like clapping in the like the weirdest way possible. <laughs> <laughs> With ski gloves, yeah, we had like he had ski gloves on and was just doing this weird clap. But see, that was already fucking. It's, it, it was so weird. I remember the the thing that I noticed was just how weird Ephraim was being. But now that you point out that teenagers would more be like Ephraim, they would all be like, "Hey, we're, we don't They're care. Too hey, cool. like, hey, I'm so to be glad cool. you're home, but I'm gonna lean and look, try to look hot. No. I don't know. No, they totally I mean, fucking do. Even if there are cool teenagers, they're not. There's not that again, many cool teenagers. <laughs> I don't like think I think them. they should have briefed all those teenagers the same way that they briefed Amy. Like, hey, maybe <laughs> shouting, yes. yelling at this guy might not be the approach. Yes, indeed, mm-hmm. indeed. Especially because that actor is acting the kid like he has PTSD constantly. Yeah. He's like and he can't even. Like... He's like <laughs> like shifting in his chair the entire time. Anywhere he goes, anytime anyone interacts with him. So that's why I was saying how bad his parents seem. Like they're just like, well, I guess he's ready. Which I do think is a good performance by Mike Irwin as Colin. I think he like like I think it's cool seeing him play like, you know, not not doing well. <laughs> like he's yeah. not mm-hmm having a good time yeah yep. I, I did think that when amy took the the crib sheet out of his hand that she was like throw crumple up and throw it away and she'd be like we'll just figure it out yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm up here i'm the daughter of the local doctor and my mom is the mayor you will remember me soon yeah uh, mm-hmm. thank you thank you 
Sorry. Anyway, I interrupted you. She goes outside no. and Ephraim's there. All good. They're outside. Ephraim's like, what? Missed the biggest party of the winter? I do have a reputation to maintain. <laughs> oh, Ephraim. Oh, Ephraim. <laughs> oh, so funny. Amy leaves Colin's party with Ephraim. They are like reconnecting on a walk because things have been awkward since they kissed around Thanksgiving. Um, while they're gone, Bright and Colin have a scene. Hey. Bright. Uh, uh, how you doing? This must be pretty weird for you. hundred people bombarding you all at once. We're all just really glad you're back, dude. You know, the last few months, totally lame without you. I mean, it was like you didn't miss anything except for everybody missing you, which is kind of confusing, but you, you know what I'm saying, right? Not really. Sorry, I kind of freaked it talking to you. I've been thinking about what to say to you for so long, and everything I came up with sounded about as stupid as whatever the hell I just said. Uh, I don't really know where to start. They told me what happened. It's okay if you hate me. I don't hate you. I cannot tell you how sorry I am. You know, four months you were out cold. That was four months I wished it was me. I can't for forgive you either. That's cool. You know, I, I get it. You don't get it. I can't for forgive what I can't remember. I don't remember that day. I don't remember the accident. I don't even remember you. I know you from a picture. You're Bright Abbott. You're 6'2". We met in fourth grade and we've been best friends ever since. You're the brother of Amy Abbott. She's got a pretty face, brown eyes, ballet dancer. Used to be annoying until we started going out one year before I smashed my head into a dashboard. It's all part of the rehab. I've got a list of facts on just about everybody. Everything else? This, this party sucks for you. I thought it would help. Seeing a bunch of people's faces I'm supposed to know. And you are alive. That is huge. That's what everyone keeps saying. And Colin's like, I don't hate you. I can't forgive you either. I can't forgive mm. what I can't remember. I think it's a, a mm -hmm. good scene good for scene. him. Yeah. Um, he's having a bad time. Bright's like, dude, this party sucks for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and the scene ends with him being like, you're alive. That's huge. And Colin's like, that's what everyone keeps telling me. Yeah. Sad. Yeah. Sad, sad, sad. Ephraim and Amy on the walk. Um, she's all being sad. They have the same conversation they've been having yep. for the past yes. four episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Memories of us and you can't even remember my name. I'm wondering how you've been. I mean, since before the party and all. You mean since before you disappeared on me and were a crappy friend because Colin was coming home and you couldn't deal? Yeah, since then. Uh, been all right. I mean, about the same. Found a few new people to have lunch with. You know, we have a non-English speaking foreign exchange student named Norbert from Germany. Or is it Prague? 
So you want to tell me what happened? Everyone told me it would be hard seeing Colin. No matter how many times I heard it, I had no idea that it would be this hard. He seemed okay. He didn't know him. And now he doesn't know me. It's like he really did die in that accident. How sad is that? I can remember what he wore on our first date. Abercrombie rugby with his jeans with the bleach splotch. He doesn't even know who I am. I built my whole life around memories of us and he can't even remember my name. Hey, my, my dad said it just takes a while. I mean, he'll remember eventually. You just gotta stick it out. It's been six months, Ephraim. When do I run out? When do I just give up? You don't. That's what devotion is, Amy. I mean, I thought you loved him. That's all I've heard about for the last, uh, I don't know, forever. And what, the, the first day, you just want to throw in the towel? You know, the truth is, you couldn't give up on him right now, even if you wanted to. Because since the day I met you, you've been loyal to Colin. And when you're loyal to someone, you can't help it. How come you're so smart? I'm not. Believe me. If I was, I would be wearing a warmer jacket right now. <laughs> and I wouldn't be telling you to go back to your boyfriend. Ephraim. I, I, I wish it was different. I, I do. I wish I was here first, but I wasn't. The, the truth is, he needs you. He needs your help to get better. Guess I should probably get back there. Shouldn't I? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. You want to come with me? I don't think so. encouraging Amy to stick it out with Colin mm -hmm. and then acknowledging like look if I was smart I wouldn't be telling you to go back to your boyfriend he needs you ah, I think it's cool stuff for Ephraim it's yeah. that Ephraim's a good dude uh, yeah I, I would like to say like just immediately uh, my, my fuckboy brain went to like friend zone stuff I'm like yo you can't cheer him on from the friend zone <laughs> I'm just like oh wait maybe this is what a, well like a healthy relationship between <laughs> opposite genders is it's just like <laughs> you know I uh, this is breaking my heart, but this is probably what's best for you, even though yeah. it's not. But, like, go ahead, yeah. do that. <laughs> because, right, like, I, I, I really think it's cool. I think there have been times where you have set up, Adam, that you think Ephraim is, or that he, or maybe it's just because you knew it was going to happen, but that Ephraim is, like, maybe wise beyond his years or something. And I hadn't been convinced before, but this episode definitely showed mm. that he's, like, I'm too wise to be in a teenage body. Well, he's capable, but he's capable. He has the capacity yeah. for, for like deep maturity. And yeah. Wisdom. Like that's very painful. Yeah. That's something that yeah. adults can't do. Mm -hmm. Like that's, uh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That scene broke my heart. I was just like, oh man, that super sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Amy goes back to the heart house the next day and I thought she was going to break up with him and take the pressure off of like, yes. hey, you don't need to focus on a relationship. Well, so right. like, here's the thing is like br breaking up with him would be stressful for him too because he wouldn't he wouldn't have the context or the knowledge of like 
what is like i don't even know what relationship. or at least acknowledging somehow that like i mean i guess she kind of did in that way i think that's the whole point yeah. she's saying like let's start over like hi i'm amy but yeah. but i'm amy caveat still your girlfriend but right. you have to relearn Ooh, right that's amy. what that was yes amy, we, amy you know we can't all be as mature as ephraim like no. amy still i can't want collins <laughs> do you really think that's what it is it always felt to me like an obligation like this there's this weird like purity thing too i thought that they were playing with for a second because like she waited until it was triply confirmed that he doesn't know who the fuck she is and then he was gonna she was just gonna walk away then that didn't happen well actually no she kind of was trying to be like Ephraim now I'm upset about this but maybe I'm more it's this weird thing with keeping the the girl like pure in the way that like yes she's remained true to this guy Mm. and then once he really really I mean I know it's nice and everything but like I've said from the beginning that it's such a weird thing like where are her parents telling her just let him go like if it's meant to be when he's fucking healthy you guys can get back together but you cannot sit away when you were like what is she 16 or 17 or whatever and pine for somebody who just a few months ago was completely in a coma and wasn't coming out of it. And then miraculously a surgeon came and fixed it, but still he doesn't guy out in the woods with the bear, write This story. (laughs) Yes. 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 (laughs) Daniel, what's his name? So, you know, you know what I do? So it is interesting, right? Like at the beginning of Colin's recovery, his mom does seem to have his best interest in mind when he's, when she, when she says to Amy, like you're putting too much pressure on him, please go. Right. But now it makes me think that, like, the hearts are definitely, like, in 2020, they're the ones who gave up doing quarantine and wearing masks, like, two months in, right? Mm -hmm. Like, they got tired of it. They got tired of, all right, well, the rehab's over, like, time to get him home and get things back to normal. Mm -hmm. Like, that is, but that's also just separate from that whole storyline that's, I can tell just from the actors (laughs) and their performances, that these people are, like anti-maskers <laughs> for sure um so oh it's like yeah so when when andy was talking to nina about sam he shared the story about ephraim and him going to the arcade yeah when ephraim was a kid it was sweet and then you know the episode ends with um with all of them at the arcade um andy says everwood's dope free and ephraim's like bright move but I liked that one. Very good. Well, some fun little interaction here at the end. I like that, like, Ephraim kind of updates him about Amy, and and Andy's like, well, you know what Freud said? Women swimming. But he was German, so it's Wiemann <laughs> Schwiemann. Yeah! Very goofy. Very yes. dad joke. Yes, it's great. They're going to play uh, pinball together. And then like, there's a random, like, this was it definitely showed its age. Mm-hmm. Um, when Ephraim is like, oh, you're going to beat me with that skirt on? Yep. I was like, yeah. I heard yeah. that. Oh, Everwood. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, you know, to great, break. great episode. And then just tanks right at yeah. the, last, the last line of the episode. Yeah. Shit. Pure shit. <laughs> I think our reviews should reflect this, by the way. Ooh, okay. Challenge accepted. That's all my notes. Um, we have to go into ratings. My so um, anticipation definitely a five because I knew that we were going to be getting into um, more con stuff, but mostly just the weed stuff. I was like, oh my god, I gotta have Jerome on. He's permastone. <laughs> um, so five while watching five and 
afterwards. Yeah, I can't. I can't. That like is that last line like that? I mean, I'm not gonna forgive the show for being like of its time or whatever because weed is time, <laughs> and so there's no excuse. So I am going to give this episode afterwards a four stars for for being complicit in patriarchal heteronormative uh, gender bullshit. But it was a show on but the really WB with Seventh Heaven and shit, so it's okay. It's a five. It's it's fine. <laughs> it's, it's really it's a five. It's been... <laughs> but it's a four. It's really a five. All right. Uh, that's literal virtue signaling. A four. A four. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. What do you guys think? Are you supposed to do it? Um. So anticipation of this episode, vegetative state. I will say, like, knowing that it, that had something to do with coma storyline. You weren't interested. I'm yeah. not interested. Yes. In <laughs> I, yeah. again, and so let's say 4.5 going in, because I knew there'd have to be other stuff going on, and there was. During 5, because that was not, like, the main story. Uh, that mm-hmm. was, like, mm-hmm. you know, beneath. But, again, I was going to stick by that nothing, despite me not being interested in it, basically nothing new happened in that storyline. I mean, he came home, but, like, whatever. He's <laughs> still recovering. Yeah. Like, we, we knew he's having trouble, and that's still happening, and she's still struggling with it. But, again, mm-hmm. so during a bump up to five, because I can ignore that and watch the rest, <laughs> and then retrospectively looking back on it with all of you um kt just made me wish that it were a, a episode of house and so two stars <laughs> you are giving it two stars it's because of kt oh, oh, no. you've got to be kidding me oh wow. no that Ouch. you're oh, i'm waiting for the for the bit to end <laughs> do your impression of fraser's dad well, I just, I guess I gotta give it, I guess it's just. <laughs> that was closer than yours, <laughs> Oh, What was mine like that? <laughs> All right, it's like so. like a cookie monster impression. So Eric is saying two, but it's really five. <laughs> oh, man. See, my I think the first review is always hardest for me, even though I always forget what the third <laughs> review is supposed to be. So the first review but, is in anticipation. The, yeah, I, no, no, I'm saying it's the hardest for me because I anticipate, I love getting excited about watching Everwood with you guys. Like, I, I am ex- always excited for Everwood. Like, five always in anticipation of watching yeah, last Everwood Last night we were up all guys. night with our dog shitting itself. Yes. Like, I am got, like, so, I was yawning. No sleep. Yeah, a lot. And we're still but, like, let's fucking watch Everwood. Yes, I was like, we gotta do it. It's so much fun. Um, so, like, I, it's hard for me to change that ever from a five. <laughs> it can always be a well, five. That's totally fine. Um, and then, <laughs> and then watching it, like, I mean, I was so excited, the weed stuff and like, I'm I don't know. stoners. It's yeah. I guess, <laughs> I guess. Like, I, I think I was kind of sad that my favorite character didn't like weed, but it made sense in a story way. So like, I don't know. It was definitely not a five just because of the episode with 
Mulligatani, whatever's that little kid, the little boy. Magilla. Magilla. That will always be the gold standard. Yes, that's, that's my favorite, favorite, favorite so far. So like it, it's not even anywhere close to that. So I think it was a sure. four. And then yeah, afterwards, four. I think four two. Just be, I mean, even though I what, what what is the review again? Remind me just what how you felt about it then after, after we all discussed talked. it. Yeah. So like after we've talked, I think we have like enough. Like it was. I feel like I was able to make fun of too much of it. <laughs> I don't know. You know, like, is that a four? Like, I, I think, because, like... Sure. I, yeah, like, I don't know. It was fine. It just wasn't, like, it didn't really, really blow me away. But, I mean, like, five waiting for the next one. Like, that's, it's hard that's to judge. not a rating. I know, but it's hard to judge it. Like, you say, have to give that next I, time. Because I also love the discussion. So the discussion was five... I hate everybody. <laughs> I guess should we do the in anticipation? No, in the no. End? do not give no. into their tyranny. My tyranny versus KT's tyranny. K tyranny. Yeah, well, that's what it stands for. What does the K stand for? Coming at you. Uh, not enough words to start with K. Kaleidoscope. Kangaroo. <laughs> Kangaroo tyranny. Kite. Um, and Jerome, your rating. Yeah. No, uh, anticipation four, because like there's no way they're gonna like a nail a weed episode, you know? Uh, <laughs> I didn't know it was a weed episode before. I didn't tell you guys, but I told Jerome. I was like, that's why he's here. The weed episode. Yes, for for the ever weed episode. Uh, <laughs> four for mostly because KT was right. Like I just. There seemed to be so much of a parallel going through of like this drug versus this drug, but he really dropped the ball with the riddle with the riddle and Adderall stuff. Yeah, and like you know, I, I think that could have been handled. But a again, bit better. Yeah. it was uh, not supposed to be about that. This is about setting up foundation for Nina's his ratings. Brain. These are Jerome's That's ratings. Jerome's okay. rating, and Jerome also is right, Adam. <laughs> Ooh, thank you, KT. <laughs> and then uh, afterwards, uh, I got enough laughs out of uh talking about it with you yeah. all to maintain a four so four all across for me nice okay okay solid four good, good. well that is tonight's <laughs> ever would never wouldn't guys this is sadder because they weren't all fives adam is slightly sadder than he usually <laughs> is <when> he <laughs> <can't>. <laughs> He's reading me they're like <laughs> look i Oh boy. Well, <laughs> now he has to deal with them later. Yeah, no, he is, he's sad. He has to record all these. He has set up accounts for us on TV time and he has to put all these numbers in. And it's going to pain him so much. <laughs> because he has to be honest. Uh huh. Yeah, no, he, he can. He was waiting for me just to say any number other than two so he could pretend uh, like he misheard it. Yeah. Nope. I'm. Totally fine with people giving non-five ratings. It's okay. it's okay. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Yes, I just said that. I said disappointed. I said at the oh. Saturday. Disappointed oh, with the you're, class. You're right. yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Spot on. Absolutely. <laughs> um, worth noting that, by the way, we have now officially crossed the halfway point of the oh. season. Twenty-four. So that's cool. Wow. Well, there are twenty-three episodes in the season. So oh. we finished episode twelve. Now we're on the back half. Next episode is called The Price of Fame. Hmm. The Price of Fame. Predictions from Eric and KT for what the price of fame Hmm. could be about. Maybe something happens where, it's probably not a secret, like, but like, 
how Dr. Brown like gave up his life as being this famous surgeon and then maybe people come there or something. I don't know. Again, I don't think sure, he's like I hidden away. So that doesn't I can see that as I see yeah. that as a prediction. That makes sense actually. Yeah. yeah. Well, right. related to that. That was the first thing I thought of. So step aside. <laughs> <laughs> I wondered, like, so, right, that's what, it, that's the easy guess, because he's a famous surgeon. Fine, right? what's the hard guess? But, like, what, it's, first of all, it's gonna be about someone random, like the Thanksgiving one. It wasn't about anyone we could have guessed in the first place, so fuck it. But anyway, my other guess is, like, because <gasps> Colin maybe has, like, this miraculous recovery, he starts getting, like, weird, like, there's something with this, the kids. Like, price of fame Sounds like there's something with the teenagers. I think it's something in the teenage realm, mm. not the adult fame realm. That's my interesting. I know the answer. He's like, should have given all fives, and I would have told you. Does Jerome <laughs> remember from 18 Wait, years ago? What Jerome this is doesn't about? remember shit. So here's no? here's what's gonna be fun. I'm gonna have you guys either like deafen yourselves or take off your headphones. I'm gonna say <laughs> to Jerome. <laughs> Like the right answers. Of well, I got to get my prediction first. So, so, so. What? Oh yeah, he has to predict. Let him predict. No, I don't. I don't think Jerome should offer predictions because he has seen the no, show. No, my prediction is going to be really good. I, I was going to predict that. Don't. Uh, but I'm afraid you might accidentally get close to it. That so one of them is famous it. for TikTok, and that creates a whole bunch of like controversy <laughs> for the town, and so they have to deal with that now. That's going to be my prediction. <laughs> I'm so disappointed again. <laughs> Headphones off. Headphones off is secrets. All right, so Eric's totally wrong. KT is totally right that it has to do with. No, I can definitely hear. I'll just talk to you a little bit. We can. They can always edit. I mean, I can always just mute them. We should mute. No, 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 no. We should just mute your microphone. And that is the what I'm really I like that. I loved that. Okay. Anyway, sorry, KT and Eric can come on back on. Everybody. That's it, everybody. Bye-bye. Yay.